Hello, hello, language lovers. Welcome back to LingoCast, the podcast of your language journey. My name is Eliseu, and starting here another episode. And today I'm going to to talk a little bit about the German language. And as in the previous episode about Slavic languages today, I will be telling you tips and tricks, some hacks to learn German that actually would have helped me <laughs> when I started. So before starting this episode, don't forget to follow us on social media and in your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to support our project, you can be part of our Patreon program. And if you want to support even more, you can support us via PayPal. And you can find all the links in the description of this episode. So once all of that is done, we can start today's episode. Then I can tell a little bit about my story with the German language. I started le learning German as was around 10 years ago, a little bit more. I finished school and I wanted to visit a friend of mine, childhood friend of mine that moved to Austria, his mom and his sister. And I started learning this language uh, because my father gave me a book. He gave me Asimil book. The book was really good. But honestly, 10 years ago, I had no idea about language learning. I was just starting all this learning about being a polyglot, becoming a hyper polyglot was not even a goal. I didn't even know what it meant. So I started learning German. I believe that I could have reached the level that I have now in less than half of the time. If I knew some of the things that I'm going to share with you guys now, I believe that I have a pretty good level in German. Like I would say a C1. However, I could have a C2 level in my opinion because I, I lived for some time in Austria. I work in German. In my opinion, my, my German should be better. But One of the reasons is the lack of experience I had in the beginning because it was my first foreign language and also the lack of preparation because preparation is an important feature and knowing some things before starting learning this language, it's really important. So imagine that when I started learning German, I made so many mistakes and I didn't know about many features uh, that this language has that would have helped me so much. So let's start today's episode i'm really excited like german is a very important language for me and you know everyone says that german is extremely hard language i don't know what you guys think but i think german has many easier things as well so the, one of the things that i wanted to i want to ma mention about german is german has a very limited vocabulary also have you ever seen these memes that they have like very long words in german i know that in the beginning it's it's really scary Because like, you say, how, how am I supposed to memorize such a long word? But you need to understand that in German, you are combining words. And after some time, you are combining words that you already know and prefixes and suffixes that you already know. So you will be able to understand words that you had never seen before, which it's quite impossible in other languages because they will not be related to all. Most of them will not be related to words you know. And in, in German, I can say that it's getting easier and easier. So the more you learn the language, the more intuitive it's becoming. And you will be able to understand and assume uh, or things and words, expressions, terms that you have never seen before. And this is a great advantage while learning this language that can be a little bit challenging in the beginning, but this really helps with time. Another thing that I don't know if you ever heard about, uh, there's something called Denglish. And especially younger generation in German, they use a lot of English words while speaking in German. And actually because, you know, German and English, they are both Germanic languages. They are a little bit distant because English has a lot of influence from Latin and French. They still share many things, many features. And 
it helps to adapt words. So adapt words from English to German, it's not like a, a problem. Uh, you can make a German verb from to download. You can say downloaden. You just add en, so it's not a big deal. Like in, in other languages, I would say in Polish, it's a little bit harder to add the suffixes. Can sound a little bit unnatural sometimes, or I think even in Portuguese sometimes, I would say as a, a native speaker, sometimes we would just, especially in Brazil, we would tend to add a verb, an auxiliary verb to, to use this English words that in English are verbs. While in German, it's much easier to adapt and create new words. And honestly, working in German sometimes they just use some English words and I'm not very I'm not very sure if they sound natural but then I ask and they say yeah sound natural I would say that or if even if I wouldn't say it it, it sound okay you know nowadays everyone is using these words so it's not it, it also helps a lot especially if you already know English so if you already know English you then you're understanding this this podcast here so I'm pretty sure that this feature is gonna be also useful for you. So it's good, also good to, to bear in mind that. And also the fact that English and German has similarities also will help you to understand some of the things in the language, especially very basic vocabulary that didn't have influence from different countries. They tend to be very similar. Um, of course, English use a lot of Latin-based words, but if you go to more the, the structure of the language, the way they think, the um, some grammar features they are they have a lot in common and if you know English very well it will for sure help you with German and I also believe that some more specific words in English uh, that has Germanic origin they very often have also a cognate in German so and sometimes this cognate in German is not very complicated it's just like a very basic word so it's very interesting to find this feature maybe native speakers can tell a little bit more in the comments what do they think? Uh, what, what they think when they are learning German? How how they see it like for them? If they recognize some words, if they make these connections or not, that could could be very interesting. Another thing that you know, German language has a lot of rules, and I think different than other languages. These rules they make sense. The language is actually very intuitive, and even for grammar, for most of the features, you have rules. Have rules about the position, the word order, the position of adverbs. But you have rules for many, many things, and it helps a lot. Of course, it's not for everything when you are gonna cover it soon, but it also helps because when you have a language that has most of features like as very regular, irregular features, it it becomes harder because you need more input to understand them. You cannot recognize a pattern because there is actually no pattern sometimes. So the fact that in in German you can find it, it really helps and helps you to save time helps you to understand a little bit more the logic of the language. And as I said before, it just boosts the process when you are already after the the beginner levels. And for me, it is also a, a plus for the German language. And another thing is the amount of content in German. It's crazy, like how many people, how the amount of people who want to learn German outside of Germany and all the German-speaking countries. There are a lot of people that want to learn German and there are reasons for that. I can tell a little bit more about this, but you can find a lot of content like from movies, series, podcasts, uh, content for learners as well. You can you have a lot of options and even some newspapers like Deutsche Welle, they have the option for learners to read nil. So they have so much content that it's, it's really good for learners. I mean, if you have ever learned a language that doesn't have so much content, it's oh, it's really hard. It's really hard. 
I I don't know if you've been through that, but sometimes you find content, but you need to work with this content and it's not a content that you are actually interested in. And with German, I have never had this problem because, I mean, the things I like, for example, rap, podcast, basketball, you always find things about these things in German. So it becomes very interesting to learn this language, especially when you are already in the intermediate level. It becomes easier and easier and you don't even notice it's, it's very natural. Every learning session is, is very fun. Like you have a lot of options of movies and series on Netflix, for example, if you want to watch. So it really helps while learning uh, German. It's a great feature. And talking a little bit about my experience, I would say that German it has been the most useful foreign language for me after English. And I'm saying that because German opened so many doors in my life. And it's re it really hard to imagine my life without German. So my first jobs in Europe were because of German. Like I found these jobs, most of them because of German, uh, or I found because of other language, but I added German like, as a, another language, which gave me a bonus. It only gave me good things. So I totally recommend learning German, especially in Europe. This language brings a lot of uh, opportunities. Uh, it's one of the best paid languages in Europe as well as the foreign languages in no matter what you're working on. So totally is another very good reason to learn German. But as we see, not everything is easy when learning German. The, there are hard features, like there are hard features for every language. And I would like to tell a little bit about them. And one of the things that most foreigners complain about is the fact that German speakers speak English quite well. I would say that they don't speak English as well as Scandinavians or Dutch people, but they speak English quite well and they are usually comfortable to speak English, which makes the, the process a little bit harder, especially for when people go to Germany or they are living there because you want to use the language, you want to experience the language and they are just replying to you all the time in English. If you make a mistake, they will switch to English and it's a little bit hard. It can affect a little bit your motivation when you're learning the language. It's totally... Hard. I've been through that uh, when I was in Austria. I noticed how hard it was to to use the language. Like you go to a cafe, you try to order in German, they notice the accent, the mistake, and switch to English and talk to you. It's hard. I would say that you will need to find more ways and a more act a more active way to practice the language, experience the language until you reach a, a better level uh, that you will convince these people that they can talk to you in German. Maybe you have a different experience. Maybe in smaller cities, you the experience is different. People will approach you in a different way regarding the language. But when you're in big cities, in touristic places, living the, the regular foreigner expat life, it's a little bit hard. I think as a tourist as well. Uh, it's a, a little bit hard to say for me as a tourist because... When I went to the German-speaking countries as as a tourist, I could already speak German to a, a good level, so I was just using German. So, but I believe that it's similar. If they when they hear that you're a foreigner, when you have mistakes, you have accent, they will just switch to the English. What you can always do is to ask them to just reply in German because you are learning the language and you want to practice. It can work, and it can be also a good approach. And also. Pronunciation is a very interesting feature of this language because I think that most of people are they actually very scared of the, the, the language, of the, of the pronunciation of this language. And I could say that it's easy and it's hard. It has easy features, it has harder features. You need to pay attention about long and short vowels because not every language has this feature. Many people, they don't even know that it exists and it makes a difference. And in Germany, it does. 
maybe native speakers don't know that it actually exists and you should pay attention to that it can't sound more or less the same but it happens i heard that for many foreigners that if you exchange in some words the short for the long vowel or the other way around they would just not understand what you mean many people will tell you that i mean people who usually do not know anything about german they will say that the pronunciation is extremely hard People who know a little bit more about the language, they, I think they usually say that the pronunciation is not that hard because actually in German, you tend to read more or less like you write. So it helps really a lot. It helps really a lot. But I can tell you that it's not 100% true because not always people will pronounce things in the way that they are written. If you have an example of the letter E, so the letter E in German, and you have a word like Hebe, so like the first E doesn't sound the same as the second E. So when it, when people will just tell you, now they read as they write, they speak as just they write. It's not true, but also because sometimes they would just not say some words. They often remove the vowels that are that come before a letter. And it's good. It helps to a, to a certain extent, but I think that you cannot rely 100% on the written language. It's not as accurate as in, is it is in other languages like Italian or Spanish. German use a lot of foreign words to have French words, English words. In the more colloquial language, you will hear even more words from different countries. If you listen, if you listen to the rap, for example, or stand up, or people are usually in a very multicultural environment, you will hear words from, especially the, from the languages that are commonly spoken in the German-speaking country. So. Arabic, Turkish, Serbo-Croatian, Russian, and sometimes they are so common in the pop culture of the German-speaking countries that even if people do not understand them, even if people do not use them, they will understand them and they will recognize this. So this is a very interesting, that shows a little bit about the fact that, you know, there's this melting pot happening in German, there's so much immigration, uh, it's a very multicultural country, Austria as well, Switzerland as well. So you definitely should pay attention to foreign words also because they try to pronounce these words the closest they can to the original one. But that's the point. Like sometimes they don't speak the language and they will just try to adapt. They will pronounce in a different way that maybe if you speak the language or in your language, this same word is pronounced in a different way. You will not recognize the pronunciation because they are not based on, on the German rules. And this can be also a little bit challenging when uh, when seeing a foreign word written. You don't know how they actually pronounce it. Uh, so, or when you hear that, you cannot recognize the word that you would be able to recognize if you would just read it. So, yeah, that, that can be a little bit challenging as well, I must say. And German is known for having some different sounds that other languages doesn't have, like the CH after some soft vowels or the vowels with umlaut, so these double dots that they have above the consonants, U, O, A, they change the sound. And if it, it can be a little bit challenge, uh, challenging because you need to understand how they pronounce it, like the shape of the mouth and all, also what they say. Because when, for example, the letter U is written U with double dot, but you will have this round shape with the mouth, but you will not say U, you say E. And if you do not actually study this and go a little bit deeper, probably will not find this information. And I noticed that many foreigners will struggle with U, U, and it can change the meaning of some words. So yeah, be careful with that. 
try to learn the pronunciation in the beginning, like I always say, before learning any language, check a little bit the new sounds, the sounds that... Because in German, even some basic vowels, uh, like ah, uh, they are pronounced like in a little bit different way than in other languages. So you can check the vowel chart on Wikipedia, for example, on Google, and see where they pronounce these vowels. And I'm pretty sure that it will help you with your accent, with your pronunciation, but also with your comprehension when you hear Germans saying these words and these sounds. And you will be able to recognize it and will help you to understand and learn new words. So that can be very useful as well. And if I can say pronunciation can be a little bit challenging, but it's not as hard as in other languages. I think it's a little bit overrated, to be honest. And one thing that I don't hear people talking very often about that, in prefixes and suffixes in German. And if I would learn German now, I would just start like taking a look at them, at the prefixes and suffixes before starting learning the language. Make a list, have some examples and see like what, what do they add. Even if some of them, they actually do, do not give any meaning, but understand that they exist. Because if you have a word that has a prefix that you, want, you know, that you have seen before, a suffix that you have seen before, you just need to memorize like a few letters in the middle, you know? And that's what I'm saying, that it will repeat over and over again. And you will see that learning new words and understand, understanding things in German will become easier and easier with time. So some of them, they actually play a very important role in German. So they can change the meaning, like having the opposite meaning or they can, or, or they can add a, a new or they can help you to guess the gender. That's something that we are going to talk soon. So yeah, totally. It's, you should do it. You should check them a little bit before starting learning the language. It will help you save time learning this language. And yeah, it will make your learning much more smoother, if I can say. Uh, another fact that, I mean, if you speak English, you already know the phrasal verbs. Uh, and in German, you have something called the trainbare Verben. The, the logic is more or less the same. So you have a verb. And so basically, in some languages, like in Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, you would you have a, wor a word to say, to go out, to go in, to go up, to go down. So you have different words for all of them. While in Germanic languages, that you tend to have a word that will show the, um, the action, the movement, the motion. And another one that will show the direction and it helps. It helps a lot, but not all of them are actually, they are, they actually mean, they are not very logical. So they don't actually mean the combination of the preposition and the, and the verb, like, like in English, just like the phrasal verbs in English. So yeah, that's something that you should pay attention to know that they exist, know how it works, because to understand that they will separate in German because the, the preposition will go to the end of the phrase while the main verb will stay um, in the position of the, the main verb in the second position. And yeah, but as I said, if you understand, if you know the prepositions, you can make a list of them and you know this, the, mostly the, these verbs that can be combined, you will see that you will be able to memorize the, them and you just need to memorize the meaning because you have already seen, you, you will see them in other context or in other words so it's also not so hard uh, you just need to add a new meaning for them because the words themselves you you probably already know them and yeah i would say it's a little bit harder than in english because in german they use it a little bit more often but um, again 
once you get used to them, uh, it will get easier and easier. D different than some other languages. I'm saying that German is getting easier and easier, but I, I believe that some languages, they actually get harder and harder. So yeah, German is definitely a language that is getting easier. And talking about something that is not easy at all, for me, that's probably the hardest feature of the German. Uh, if anyone has ever learned German at school or has knows anyone who has learned German at school, you have probably heard about the Adidas. And these are the articles in German. And I can say that it's hard because there is no explanation for them. Or usually there is no explanation for them. Some of them they actually have with prefixes and other things that will help you. But that's a mistake that I actually made when I started learning German. I was just learning the words. I was not paying attention to the articles. I didn't know that in German you have like the sun is feminine, the moon is masculine, the girl is neutral. Actually, there is an explanation for this one, but... If I would start learning, if, if I started learning German now, I would just learn every word with the article. If I would see a table, I would check what's the article for a table and I will write down der Tisch, so the table with the article. And not only Tisch, and because as I said, you cannot guess the, usually you cannot guess the article. And it's a mistake. It's a mistake that you will make over and over again, even in some simple phrases and native speakers, they will notice. And I think for, for learners, especially in the beginning, it's really hard when you need to, and you are making mistakes all the time and you don't say almost like almost no, none of your phrases are 100% correct. So I would definitely pay attention to that and learn every word, every new sub, uh, every new noun with the article. You can also check the rules. There are a few existing rules that can help you before you start learning it. So that will help you to identify quickly if the the gender, but as I said, they are just a few. They can help you with some of them, but the other ones you will have to memorize them. And this is probably the hard, hardest feature for a foreigner. But then comes the second one that is probably the second hardest feature in German, which are cases. And if you speak any Slavic language or Finnish, Hungarian or something, you would say that cases are not that hard. But then comes the articles because different than Polish, Russian, Slavic languages, some other languages. The cases in German, they are not in the nouns, usually. They are in the article. Which means if you do not know the article, you will not know how to use the cases. So you should definitely pay attention. The good news is there are only four cases in German. One of them is the nominative, which is the one I use for subject. I will also say that the majority of the cases are accusative. So if you, if, if you have a verb, you are not sure about what case it's coming after this verb, I would definitely tell you use accusative. And in just in some rare cases, you have dative. Um, mostly in cases that you will have accusative with dative, for example, to give something to someone, to tell something to someone. So in those cases, you will use, you use dative. And if you want to know a little bit more, you can just check the list of the verbs that need dative after them and because there aren't many and if if you memorize that you understand that if it's not in the list then it's accusative simple like that uh, but as i said you need to know the articles otherwise you will declinate them wrongly and as i said there are four cases and there is one i didn't talk about which is uh genitive uh, but genitive is not that often used in German, especially in colloquial German. People don't use it that often. I mean, I work with German contracts, so I will see them very, very often. But 
the the usage of them is pretty simple i would say much simpler than any of the other cases but again you will need to know the article otherwise you will not be able to use the cases properly even if you understand the concept there will be a mistake in there yeah so it totally depends on the on the cases the good news is in german you declinate or cases apply only to nouns and to adjectives while they apply only to the endings of adjectives and articles so why in other languages that you need to change even like nouns names really hard and in german it's not that hard but definitely you should pay attention and another thing that people usually do not like in german and i don't understand why is word order because of course it's a little bit different than many other languages and i still i would say that every time i would use one of these triggers that would change the position of the the, the words I need like a highly level of concentration to make sure that I will use the the verb, especially the verb in the right position. But what I can tell you is try paying attention to the phrases because with basic phrases, the position of the words, they are simple. You have position zero, one, two, three. Verbs will be in the position two and you can make the inversion of position one and three. So this is quite simple in German. There is a rule, can be a little bit different than your language, but that's not that hard, you know, and second verb will be at, at the end of the phrases. However, in German, you have modifiers. And I think it's very important to pay attention to these modifiers that will modify the structure of the sentence. So when you have a word like vile, that means why, it will always throw the first verb to the last position. So if you have like a phrase with two verbs, you have whole phrase, at the end, we have the, se the second verb and then the first verb if you have because. Um, so pay attention to how it modifies the phrases because you have only three kinds of phrases the phrases that you have subject verb um, and complement the ones that you will have verb subject and complement and the ones that you will have you have subject complement and at the end the verbs so just pay attention how which of these particles modify the words modif modify the word order and learn them together with that you can give a number like structure one structure two structure three so you learn this like vile das anything like you just write okay it modifies the word the phrase and it modifies the phrase and makes it uh phrase the structure number one number three and i'm pretty sure that it will help you as well to build the sentences uh, with the correct word order in german and the last tip i have for german is everyone has heard about hochdeutsch Hochdeutsch is the standard German. And the good news is you basically can use Hochdeutsch with almost everyone in Germany, Austria, Liechtenstein, Switzerland, in the German-speaking parts of Belgium. And people will understand you. And Luxembourg as well. But the point is, they will not speak Hochdeutsch. I, I, in my opinion, almost no one speaks Hochdeutsch. Um, if, especially if you go to Austria and Switzerland. No Hochdeutsch. So... And I even heard from some friends that they prefer to speak friends from Austria, that they prefer to speak English than Hochdeutsch because they need to adapt so much to the language that it's it's tiring. It becomes unnatural for them. So so bear in mind that uh, exists this standard German, but not everyone speaks it. Because in Germany, before before they unify Germany, there were many different languages, counting the whole German speaking zone. And there are still these this, this languages. So people still speak these languages 
some of them not anymore others more like bavarian or austrian like viennese and sometimes people speak with the family especially in smaller cities and villages you can hear more often and sometimes it affects their german so the way they will speak german is the accent of the the language that they speak with friends and family and it's important to know that and to get familiar to different accents because you will not always talk with people who speak Hochdeutsch, like foreigners, or you will not speak always with people who are in the region that you are working, living, or every person will have a different accent. They will use sometimes different words. And it's, it's good to have contact, to get familiar with different Germans, let's say, with the Austrian German, with Swiss German, with German from different regions in Germany, because the accent can be very different. So that's my tip. Don't focus always in one region uh, when you try to build your comprehension in German. Just go for the uh, for different kinds of content. That I'm pretty sure that it will help you to improve your comprehension. And no matter where you are, no matter with whom you are talking to, it will be useful for you. So these are my tips. I'm not sure if I forgot to, to cover anything. So... Uh, I made many of these mistakes. That's why I'm I'm sharing them with you. I wish you would not make these mistakes. Uh, German is not as hard as everyone says. So, of course, in my opinion, it's harder than English. But English has also some hard features in comparison with German. So, there is the stereotype that German is a very hard language. But in my opinion, it's not like that. Also, Austrians and Germans, they are much more friendly than, there's the, the, than the stereotype says. So try to find German, Austrian friends, Swiss friends and speak with them in, in, in the language. I'm pretty sure that they would be happy to help you with the language if you become friends. You can have an amazing experience with these languages because I know that many people can move to Austria, Germany, Switzerland and live in English. But I'm telling you, if you learn German, you will ex have a completely different experience. You will meet people you would not be able to meet. You will experience things you would not be able to experience without the language. So it will make totally the difference. And... They appreciate. They totally appreciate people who learn the language and who are interested in their culture and to show that you are making an effort to use it. So, as I said, it will change your experience. And so go for it. And if you use my tips here, I'm pretty sure that some of them will be very helpful and very useful for you uh, because I made these mistakes and I wish I'm sharing that so you will not make the same mistakes I, I made. So that's all for today. If you like this episode, don't forget to share with anyone who is learning German or who is thinking about learning German. I think it can be useful for everyone. And that's it. Uh, follow us on social media and on your favorite podcast platform. If you like LingoCast, you can be our patron, join our group, join our discussion. You can also support us via PayPal. And that's it. Thanks for listening. And the most important, don't forget to enjoy your language journey. <laughs> <laughs>